Okay, it's the Andy Social Podcast, episode 213, and oh, yeah, lockdown. It's been a, a week and a bit being in lockdown. I've been completely locked down. Um, every day I've been leaving the house. <gasps> How dare you? No, I've been uh, going down and getting uh, little, uh, I was going to say utensils, <laughs> supplies, uh, I've got a little Coles and an IGA and everything uh, nearby, so I've just been uh, wandering down there and getting stuff uh, each day, just little dribs and drabs because, um, well, I don't panic buy, and also um, it's just psychologically just gives me an excuse to get out of the house just uh, for a few minutes each day, uh, but more or less been locked locked up, locked down here in uh, our little flat. Uh, Jess is also um, locked down as well, um, so you would have heard her in the podcast last week. And, um, it's been okay. I mean, we're pretty lucky. Uh, you know, we haven't really got anything to complain about, um, apart from the psychological sort of thing of knowing that you can't really go and do anything. Um, you shouldn't be going out and doing anything. Uh, so that sort of is a little bit of a funny thing that you have to deal with. But I mean, to be honest, it's first world problems compared to what a lot of other people are going through at the moment. And, you know, whether they're sick themselves or know people that are sick or they they have to work through this time uh, out and about, um, you know, in those essential services um, and people that are put in compromised situations, uh, people without money, people that have lost their jobs. It's also shit going down at the moment. So um, can't complain, really. So it's a bit of a unique set of circumstances. And I have a feeling that um, the future is going to be, well, I have absolutely no idea. It's, it's going to be... Um, very interesting. It's going to be all over the place. Um, a lot of unpredictable things are going to happen. Some people th- tend to think that um, you stay in isolation for a couple of weeks and then you can just get back on with your life. And uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I've got a funny feeling that we're all going to be uh, staying at home and not doing a hell of a lot for a while yet, especially considering that nowhere in Australia have they formally locked down a city or a town or a state or or the entire country, yet no one's done it. Um, we're locking down borders. We're locking down, um, you know, uh, the international borders with the air, uh, with the flights coming in, international flights. Um, we're putting people into quarantine. We've sort of told businesses that you need to stop having people in and, you know, there's quotas on the number of people that need to be in each uh, facility, each each establishment, business, et cetera, et cetera. And some businesses are just saying, look, fuck it, we're just going to close down. It's um, it's not worth staying open if you can't have more than 20-odd people in a room or whatever it might be. Uh, but nothing's been formalized as of yet. Uh, we haven't had a, a major lockdown like our friends over the pond in New Zealand who... Once again, lead the charge and leave everyone else in the dust and just basically show how to handle these sorts of things. And um, oh, their prime minister is pretty, uh, pretty amazing in comparison to what we're dealing with. Anyway, getting a little bit political uh, nice and early. Um, so, yeah, so that's what uh, the life's the life. My life has been like for the past week. Um, but um, a few things to talk about in this episode um, I've tried to really sort of dig deep and think about a whole bunch of stuff that I've been doing over the past week because I haven't really been getting out and doing a lot. So there's not a lot of interesting stories and things to tell, but, uh, I've done a few things. So, uh, one of the things that, uh, you guys could check out if you're interested is, um, a mate of mine, Chris Asher from Melbourne, um, who's been on Andy social in the past. He was on episode 86 of the podcast. He used to be on a, he used to have his own podcast called 
I'm saying the word podcast way too many times. Uh, it was called The Podcast Formerly Known As, and it was him and another guy called Dean Hobson. Really, really good podcast from Melbourne. You can still find it on Apple Podcasts and the rest of it. Um, they haven't been up and running for a while, and I've been trying to sort of prod Chris to get it back up and running. But nonetheless, a uh, great podcast. I was on theirs um, a few years ago, and uh, vice versa, they were on mine. So on episode 86, really fun chat. They're really funny guys. Um, and great chat. Um, now he may or may not have also been on episode 80 with, um, the, uh, company Ratchet Industries. Um, I'll leave it at that. You can go and check out that episode. He may or may not have been on that episode. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, but, uh, Chris hit me up, um, I think Monday night and said, would you be interested in being on my new podcast? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no worries. And so he's given himself a challenge that every day for the entire period of this sort of semi-informal, weird, isolation, lockdown thing that's happening in Australia, he's going to have, he's going to do a podcast every single day at the very least and release a podcast episode. So his new podcast is called Drunk Dial Lockdown. And um, I have now been on episode four, I believe. I think that's out now. So if you're on, I don't know if it's on Spotify yet. I haven't checked, but I definitely know it's on Apple Podcasts. It's it's through Podbean. Um, so you can go on Podbean and check that out. I think I shared it on my Facebook page earlier in the week as well or whenever it was. Um, but yeah, really fun chat with him. Go and check that out. I spoke about a whole bunch of different things. And I think the main theme of this podcast is, well, I think it was in the episode with me, he was still trying to work out what that theme was going to be with the podcast, but more or less, um, he's just talking to a whole bunch of different people, um, learning about how they're being impacted by what's going on in the world and what they're doing, you know, what, what's life look like, you know, on these, uh, this, this weird, this weird, uh, period in our lives where, uh, most of us are sitting at home, uh, trying to occupy, occupy ourselves, trying to keep busy, trying to keep working or whatever it might be. And, um, there's a lot of funny stories that are coming out of it as well. And I think episode five after me is Scruance and Scruance has been on the episode as well. Uh, Scruance and Co breakfast show was a, one of the best Australian podcasts ever. Um, and I cannot remember what episode he was on, but, um, one of the ones, uh, earlier than the eighties, it must be like, Anyway, it was in the first hundred episodes. Go back and have a look. Um, but really funny guy. He's got another podcast called Thug, Thug Mills as well. So you go and check that one out. But um, he's on episode five. I've still got to listen to that one. But uh, yeah, go and listen to that. Um, and um, one of the things I spoke about with Chris in this episode was one of the challenges that I've given myself because when I'm at home, I tend, I, I've just got a, look, as I said before, I'm really lucky. I've got a great little spot. I'm in a great location. Um, and I've got all, I'm a bit of a homebody anyway, so I've got all my things to keep me occupied and stimulated. I've got, you know, I've got the internet, I've got books, I've got CDs, I've got, you know, podcasts to listen to, um, I've got shit to watch, documentaries, stuff on YouTube, whatever it might be. Um, I've got band stuff, I've got orders to pack, whether it be the band, um, like Dominus Records or eBay and Discogs and all that sort of shit. I've always got something on the go, so it's completely fine. But what I find when I'm at home is that, I've always got an inkling for a beer. I like, uh, it's just, I've just got a great setup where it's just, it's just super inviting to have a drink. And I've created that myself, not intentionally, but it's just happened that way. And it's just far too easy for me to stand up, walk about four steps behind me, go straight to the fridge and grab a beer. And so I thought, 
I can see where this is going. And I've already seen it with other people on social media. They're they're already day drinking. They're starting, they're starting to crack open the drinks at midday or whatever it might be or earlier in the morning. And I'm thinking, oh, it sounds like fun, but I don't know if this is a good idea. So um, so I thought I'd give, give myself a challenge, something, you know, like I was talking about the 10,000 steps a day thing um, that I've been doing. And I've actually uh, eased off that a little bit, um, trying to stay inside um but I think I might start, anyway, whatever, I might start that back up again um, because I'm not really touching anybody when I go out and I'm not touching anything. And I'm usually going early in the morning anyway. So I think I've sort of gave myself an excuse to, just to ease back on the on the whole uh, 10,000 steps a day. So bad Andy, um, I might have to get back into that. But like those challenges, I gave myself another challenge and this challenge is to do 100 push-ups a day before I'm allowed to drink anything. Now, Fitness junkies out there will go, well, whoop-de-fucking-do, big deal. For me, whew, okay, it's a bit of a challenge. So I thought, well, no, this is, this is going to be easy to do because I'll just do it in uh, chunks of 10 throughout the day. So I'll do, you know, 10 in the morning and then sort of just gradually go throughout the day and and just throw throw 10 in, et cetera, et cetera, and eventually get to 100. So first day I did it and did really, really well, like just smashed it out, um, I think, uh, on one rep, I did 20 in a go, which I was pretty surprised at. Um, mind you, my form is probably horrible. And anybody that knows how to do a proper push-up would just say, I'm not doing them properly. But pretty, like, look, it's hurting. So, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm going to use that as enough of a of a um, claim that I'm, I'm doing this semi-legitimately. Semi, anyway. So first day, smash it out. Um, did a whole bunch of reps. Got my 100 had my beer, had one beer. No, I had two beers on Monday. That's right. Now, Tuesday got up. I was a little bit, a little bit tense, but not, not, not enough to sort of, you know, turn me off. So got into it, smashed out my other hundred, had a beer, but only had one because I didn't really feel like having any more than that because I was like, you know what? Like I've, I sort of, you know, not worked hard, hard, but I've, I've worked for this. Like, I, you know, I don't want to just completely wreck it. And then, uh, Day three came along and um, there's, a, there's a fair bit of pain that kicked in. And I thought, you know what, I need to, uh, I need to, I need to change this up. And I think I'm pretty sure Wednesday night was when I talk, spoke to Chris about this and, um, and Chris sort of had a go at me and said, you can't do this. It's not sustainable. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it. And then I decided that um, I would mix it up and put some sit-ups in there. So Thursday I decided as long as I get a hundred reps, of whatever, then that's enough. So I decided to go 50-50. So I did 50 sit-ups and 50 push-ups. Got it. It worked out. The 50 push-ups were hard. I could feel like my arms starting to get um, pins and needles in them. And they felt like my arms were going to snap. And I was like, oh man, this is not good. Um, And then Friday I attempted to do it. And then I realized I just actually hurt my tailbone from doing sit-ups, probably doing them incorrectly. So I couldn't do any more. I think I did 20 sit-ups and that was so painful that I had to stop. And then I went back and did 80, uh, push-ups from there. And then, and then yesterday, um, got back into it and did hundred push-ups. And to be honest, I did 30 in a row and then did 20, 20, 10, 10, 10, 10, whatever, whatever it was. I'm trying to work out a hundred <laughs> math. Um, and so it was heaps easier. Like I wasn't as sore. And then today I did it and I smashed it out by, you know, one o'clock or two o'clock or something like that. Um, and 
did it relatively easily. So um, not that I'm going to up the stakes going into this week coming, but I think at least maintain it um, and keep doing 100 push-ups. And maybe I can start adding in some sit-ups once my tailbone starts to feel better again. It's actually really sore. I don't know what I've done. I'm like doing sit-ups on carpet and um, and I'm using like, I'm putting my feet underneath the couch and putting like a little um, blanket or whatever just to protect the tops of my feet and so they're not sort of smashing against the bottom of the couch. Um, but my tailbone's on carpet and it's pretty soft carpet. So I think I've just got a bony ass and I think that's the problem. I think just it's just bone basically hitting hitting the ground. So I tried to put a towel underneath my ass, but it didn't, didn't really do much. So um, I might just wait until I recover and then I'll, I'll go from there. But anyway, um, I'm going to continue on with the hundred pushups. Um, who knows whether there'll be any, uh, dramatic difference, um, in, uh, visually for me. Um, I might, um, have some slightly bulkier arms, um, but with a really impressive beer gut. So who knows best of both worlds. Hey, so, um, that's uh, one of many things that I'm trying to do to get myself through each of the days at home. Um, just breaking up my day, doing a bit of reading. Um, I've started doing some online learning. I've decided that I'm going to go back and uh, learn some coding, funnily enough. So I've uh, got an online course that I've just started doing, a freebie one. Um, thanks to Roger Walsh for putting a post up on Facebook, um, basically saying that people should be uh, spending less time doing memes and uh, learning how to code. And I thought, good call. Um, and for any long-term antisocial uh, listeners, Rigel was on episode 18, I think, of the podcast. Um, he was, um, he is the front guy for uh, the band Dawn of Azazel, um, bit of a oh, black metal, black thrash metal band, I think, from Auckland. And um, I don't know if he's still doing his, um, his other thing. It's like called... Uh, uh, what's it called? Cause for conflict or conflict is good. I think it's conflict is good. And he was doing some keynote speech speeches and some workshops with people to learn how to have he healthy conflict in the workplace and in their businesses as business owners, et cetera, et cetera. So he's, he's a bit of a multi-skilled guy into the cryptocurrency and all that sort of stuff. And so when I saw him put up the post the other day, I thought, yeah, good idea. I might, uh, further, um, uh, add in additional things into my day. Uh, so I've started doing, uh, there's heaps of online, free online coding courses. So I did HTML in high school back in the late nineties. Um, so I rem remember how to make really, really basic web pages um, with very, very basic HTML code. Um, but that's about it. And obviously the world's changed dramatically since then. So no doubt um, any of that stuff that I learned in the late nineties is probably completely useless and I'll have to start from scratch. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And, uh, I'll see if I can just at least learn the basics of what the basics are today and, um, increase my skill set. Um, so that's sort of been a number of different things I'm trying to do to break up my day. Um, obviously, as I said before, I'm always packing stuff for the band or for, um, uh, for Dominus Records, like all of our releases, different things going on. Um, and then obviously eBay and Discogs and all that. And I'm still getting a decent amount of uh, orders. I thought that had really, really quietened down over the past week with a lot of uh, the world sort of starting to really slow down, uh, you know, flights um, decreasing. Um, and I just figured that um, eventually people would just go, I, I, don't, I just don't have... Um, you know, disposable income to start buying CDs off the internet. But sure enough, there's still a few of you out there keep buying, they're continuing to buy CDs off me. So 
I'm uh, I'm stoked. Um, it's it's great for me. So uh, yeah, keep uh, keep buying from me. So you can go to what is it? Uh, AndySocial.net slash buy stuff, and there's links to uh, everything. Uh, Discogs, eBay, um, the band pages, everything's there. And um, flick me a message if you do buy from me via any uh, yeah any of those pages um, and via the podcast. Then I'll I'll add some uh, some extras in for you as well. Just as a little bit of a thank you. Um, also, I've been uh, sort of scheming about uh, different ways to uh, promote the band and uh, sort of, I don't know, get get busy online and sort of do a bit more, not content creation, but just keep social media moving. And there's so much shit out there at the moment. Like um, I mentioned to Chris the other day on, on his podcast that all these creative people that have been, you know, they're all musicians, artists, or you know, performers, and they're all out there normally relying on performance and getting out there in front of people and mingling with people, um, in the real world, um, to earn a living and now are stuck at home, um, even celebrities and, and whatever, they're all overextending on social media at the moment. There's so much shit on social media at the moment. Everyone's live streaming, um, which mind you, like I'll put a big disclaimer of this. It's great. Like you can do all these things and it's great if you do them, but think about it before you do it. Like it's all about intention. Don't just aimlessly just go, I'm just going to put content out there and just hope that something catches and, and, uh, continues to make me relevant because there's so much shit out there at the moment. So if you're going to do it, do it properly. Um, but there's so much, so many live streams, there's so many sort of, uh, social commentary on Twitter. Um, there's, uh, the worst Corona memes of all time, of all time, just the worst memes of all time are just going, spurting out at the moment. There's so much shit being forwarded onto people. There's all those really fucking dumb Facebook, uh, posts that say, um, I've got the 10 day challenge to post 10, uh, pictures of whatever the fuck, um, I am interested in. And it's such a challenge for me, like the 10 day challenge. Oh, oh man, like how do I fucking survive over the next 10 days to try and rack my brain to think about the 10, my 10 favorite albums. And I'm going to go and tag other people in my post just to annoy them and, and make them feel like they have to do what I'm doing now. Or, um, you know, forwarding like just fake videos about bullshit, like, you know, the, that, um, video about the, uh, supposedly the Chinese lady spitting on fruit in Chalora, um, in Sydney, uh, trying to spread the coronavirus and then getting arrested by a cop, even though the video had two completely different women in the video and that the video of the lady spitting on the bananas or whatever it was in the aisle, I mean, you, it, we don't even know if it was in Sydney at all and whether it was even recent, um, who knows and what it was related to, but it was just obviously this hate campaign that was being spread around and the amount of people that were forwarding it to me in my inbox, fuck off, Jesus. So anyway, um, I, I sort of went off on a tangent there. Anyway, so there's a lot of digital trash out there, but all the creatives are overextending at the moment. They're trying to, I guess, and rightfully so, I, I, I feel for them. They're, I guess they're overcompensating because they've, they've lost these other outlets, these other avenues to go and get their, their work out there, their business out there. And so they're, they're doubling down on their online presence, which makes sense, but there's just so much stuff that has zero intention and it's just, it's, it's just tough. There's so much extra noise on social media now that you have to sift through, um, in order to get heard. I mean, it's hard enough as it is, but now you've got so many more people that are on their phones, just consistently spreading like whatever they're doing out into the masses, 
but it's just it's just whatever's in my head at the moment. I'm just going to spit it out into my newsfeed instead of having a strategy or a game plan or whatever it might be. So um, just, I don't know, it's, I get it. Uh, I can't shit on it too much, but it's really frustrating and annoying when I'm just seeing people just dribble garbage. And mind you, I mean, fuck, I'm probably doing it as well. So shut up, Andy. Um, so anyway, I've been thinking a lot about this stuff because, you know, there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of people overextending at the moment. And, um, you know, the band, Lord and whatever, whatever else, we've got to keep in the mix. We've got to keep in the conversation. So I've been, you know, sharing some more stuff again. I've uh, been doing the Serene Defiled stuff, um, a bit of Ilium stuff as well, and getting some press out there and hopefully getting some reviews and getting some of the music played on different uh, different online radio stations and, and sort of community radio and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, but I'm sort of setting things up for sort of later on and for myself as well as the band sort of in the background. Um, so one of the things, and I've mentioned this before in the podcast, is I'm sort of doubling down on my Spotify playlists, uh, in particular my 2020 metal one. So you guys would have seen, I post about well, a couple of times a week, um, this Spotify playlist that I've got. And there's about, it's close to 400 songs on there so far. And I try to do, there's a few artists that have got more than one song, but for the most part, it's one artist that has like one artist, one song, and there's close to 400 tracks on there so far. And, uh, usually new releases come out on Fridays, but, um, as I, as I hear about things, I add them into the list, but I've got about 50 followers so far on Spotify. And the whole reason why I'm doing this is, well, there's two reasons. One is for me to keep up to date with what the hell's going on in metal because it's so hard. There's so much noise. There's so much going on. I, I, I miss things in news feeds. You know, you know, you guys know how the algorithm works. And so I thought, well, as I see things, I'm going to add them to my list. Now I don't have to listen to them straight away because I just don't have time just to sit down and listen to everything as it's released. But if I've got it in a list, I've got one song from every release, then I'll get through them eventually and I'll discover stuff. I'll, I'll know what's going on. I can try and keep up to date, try and stay relevant to what's going on. So great personal benefit to myself. Um, but the other thing is that, and this is the, this is the really good thing about Spotify. If you can find the right sort of opening is that if you can get on really good Spotify playlists, then your, your plays skyrocket. Um, you get so much more exposure and yes, like I'm, I'm, I know you guys are thinking about it. Yeah. Spotify pays fuck all to artists, big blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I get it. But in the end it is what it is. It exists and it's a high user platform. A lot of people use Spotify It's part of their lives. And so you either adjust and make the most of it, or you just flat out boycott it and potentially miss out on a lot of people listening to your music or discovering your music. So we're on there. I use it and uh, playlists. Um, I'm starting to become more and more familiar with them and trying to work out how to get on them. Now we're not on a label ourselves. Um, we're on our own independent label. So our leverage when it comes to Spotify is pretty minimal. So when we released Fallen Idols last year, we got into the release radars, um, some odd um, sort of minor algorithm based user algorithm based uh, Spotify playlists, but nothing sort of substantial or massive. So we had like a little bit of a spike to begin with. And then it trickled off after that. I see a lot of guys that are in, um, they're in bands that are on, uh, sort of larger independent labels or getting to larger sort of more mainstream, uh, major labels. And they instantly get into these massive Spotify playlists and just their hits, their plays go through the roof straight away. Now I could sit back and go, well, it's unfair. I can't do that. Well, I thought, well, why don't I just start creating my own playlists and just organically grow things myself? Now I'm not going to get to a playlist where I've got 
a million or hundreds of thousands of, of followers, but maybe I could get a few hundred. And if I get a few hundred, then maybe Spotify starts to see that favor that playlist and that might start to show up in different results as far as recommendations for different playlists for people that are looking for new metal that's coming out in 2020. So I've been pushing this really hard. I've been trying to get people to jump on board. Um, I've got about 50 followers so far. I did this last year um, and I got about 130 followers, which was pretty good. And I only did it sort of in the tail end of uh, 2019. Um, So I figured this year I could really start right at the beginning, 1st of January, kick it off and build a really good following. And it's been a bit slower than I was hoping. Um, But what I started doing this week was I... I've gone from first band and I'm just working my way down and I'm starting to message more so the the independent bands rather than the major bands because you know they're not going to pay attention to me. But I've started to message them directly on Facebook and just say, hey guys, um, just if you're interested, I've added one of your tracks from your latest release onto my Spotify playlist. Here's the playlist link. Um, really hope it brings you a few more uh, few more fans and um, would love for you to, to share the, the playlist if you can and just get it out there. And some bands have started to share it. So I figured that's a really smart thing to do, Andy. So I'm going to continue to do that. And I can only message a few bands a day because Facebook just blocks me. Um, So I'm trying a few other ways to get in contact with bands and send them these details. But um, I really want to build this because there is a lot of Aussie metal that hasn't been released this year. Um, there's been some, um, great Australian bands that have already released music and I've added those songs into, into the playlist already. But if I set this up and I've got enough people following it, then as soon as my mates and some of you guys that are listening to this podcast have got music coming out, I can add a song straight into the playlist and bam, you will hopefully get more listeners than you would before. And maybe that results in an actual dedicated fan. Maybe that results in a t-shirt sale, or maybe eventually when we're all allowed out of our houses again, we can start playing shows. It might mean a ticket to a show. Who knows? Um, it might just mean extra social media love where they start sharing songs around that they fall in love with. So, um, it's, it's a platform. There's a potential audience there. I'm trying to build that. So, um, I think I've got that in my show notes link as just a staple, um, or at least my Spotify play page. Um, so click on that and have a look, at least follow it. Even if you're not going to listen to it, just give it a follow because, um, it'll just, it'll just help. It'll just show that this playlist is becoming popular and, um, hopefully a few more people jump onto it. So, um, I'm setting that up, um, as a bit of a long-term thing. And then I'll, you know, if it goes really well, I'll do it next year and maybe I'll make a bit more of a generic one. So it's not just year on year. Um, so something's a little bit more evergreen that stays for more than 12 months, but we'll, we'll play it by year. But, um, yeah, I really want to help people get a good spotlight when they're releasing music, especially a lot of us independent artists that don't have, um, the leverage of a, of a la- larger label who can sort of, you know, nestle their way in with, uh, with Spotify directly. Um, some other things I've been doing, um, is doing thank you videos. Uh, so bands out there, don't copy me straight away. No, you can. Um, what I've started to do is every time someone orders from me on uh, our Dominus Records um, Bandcamp page, so that can be in, under Dominus Records, we've got Lord, Serenity, Defiled, From Beyond, um, Black and Angel, we've got uh, Tim's Clarity Project, um, and obviously the podcast is on there, Andy Social, um, and Mork and Andy, we've got, <laughs> we've got um, merch and fucking music and everything on there as well. Uh, I think I'm missing something else. But anyway, it's a whole bunch of stuff under Dominus Records. and um, Every time we get an order, I've been doing a little YouTube video and sending it, sending that in uh, the message to the person that's ordered the item. Um, so 
on Bandcamp, you can mark it as send and you can add a little message in there. So I've just been saying, cheers, Chris. Um, here's a little thank you video for you. And I've been adding this YouTube video in and it's literally me. It's been this week, me walking to the post office or sitting in my room here in my office. Um, and just a quick 20 second video just saying, Hey Chris, thank you so much for buying the new Serenity Defiled album or the, or our latest Lord album or a Lord t-shirt or whatever it might be. Um, you know, appreciate the support, blah, 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 whatever. And if they're people that I know or people that I know that have bought Office multiple times and the Bandit Camp app for artists is really, really good to see uh, loyal supporters who have just ordered multiple times. So you can see their, their order history. Um, and I've tried to personalize it a little bit more for each person, especially if I do know them or know of them. Um, and I've done that also for my Discogs orders and I haven't quite done it for eBay, um, because eBay doesn't let you post links in the messages. So I, I need to find a way to get around it. Um, I did have one person who bought a CD off me the other day, but I actually knew who they were on Facebook. So I sent them <laughs> my thank you video on Facebook. Um, so I don't know if eBay is going to work, but at least with Bandcamp and, um, and Discogs, I've been doing these videos and so far so good. Like it's actually worked out pretty well. Um, everyone's watching them, which is good. Um, a couple of people missed them and I gave them a nudge just to say, Hey, did the, did these actually show up in your inbox? Are they showing up in, in your email? And, um, and it's actually resulted in a repeat order straight away. Uh, somebody has actually um, watched my video and then gone and bought an additional CD from our online store. So um, whether it's ex an exact link to my video or not, I don't know. Um, but I know what it's like for me when I get things personalized to me, when I support a band or an artist or a comedian or whoever, and somebody makes the effort to reach out to me directly and just gives me a little thumbs up or whatever. Um that just makes me just that little bit more loyal than what I was before. And, um, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's just a really cool way. I think that potentially I can connect further with people. So I'm going to be doing more of that. Um, it's actually been a really nice gateway, uh, for me to get used to, um, doing video because I fucking hate it. <laughs> I've, I would have done Insta stories years ago. Um, had I had the balls to just cop, my face, um, you know, looking back at me on, on video, it's such a struggle. Um, but, uh, these little thank you videos have been a great way for me to get used to just doing stuff on video and just talking into the camera, um, and just not caring as much anymore. Um, still, still a bit awkward and still a bit tough to do, but, um, I want to do more video over, over time. And so this has been a really easy way of me just getting used to that and getting into the momentum of it all. So, um, yeah, so I've been doing that and uh, so far so good. I'm actually quite excited about it because it's just a nice little personalized thing. And I've been reading a bunch of these customer service books about personalizing experiences for people. And because I'm not some large corporation with hundreds and thousands of, of customers or people that are, that are interacting with me and you know, ordering things all the time, I have the luxury of being able to individually personalize things, um, spend time um, connecting with people individually along the way. So while I can do that, um, I may as well make it as personalized as possible. So these videos are, have been really cool and really fun to, to do. So I'm, I'm excited to see how, how it progresses and whether it does have a real clear impact on everything, the, the band, the podcast, um, my, my store, my online stores, everything. Um, and, uh, fingers crossed, it's just a, a little fun way, 
um, just to connect a bit further. So if anyone ends up getting a video from me, I apologize. Um, I'll try and keep them short, but sweet. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, uh, what else has been going on? I mean, heaps of lots of different, heaps of lots of different things. Hang on. Just one moment. That's, that's what happened. I hadn't had a drink for a bit. I was getting a bit, um, run off the tracks there. Um, so I've been doing lots of different things this week. Um, and it's actually been quite fun. Um, you know, I, I understand that people out there are struggling and there's a lot of, a lot of stress and anxiety and, and turmoil, turmoil out there. And, um, but from my point of view, I mean, I'm always sort of an optimistic person. I always try and make the most of a situation and there's a lot of uncertainty that I have in my life, which is not in the grand scheme of things. It's not a big issue for me because I've always sort of made sure that I've lent on the conservative side of making sure that, you know, financially I'm okay. And I've always got emergency funds. I've got things that can keep me afloat if all hell breaks loose. And while it wouldn't be ideal, I would survive, you know, and, um, I've always thought ahead and I've had times in my life previously where I've really been sort of in a compromised position where I've really worried about, um, you know, uh, a lot of things, um, money being a, a big one. And, um, so I've, I've made a lot of big changes over the past several years to be in a healthier position financially, just to take the weight off my shoulders. So in times like this, um, there are certain stresses, but nothing like other people are going through at the moment. So I've been pretty lucky. Um, so glass half full perspective with it all. Um, I've really enjoyed sort of, um, trying to find extra things to do or trying to find ways to maximize my time and, and just really make the most of my days. And so, um, I've been catching up on a lot of podcasts, uh, listening to stuff, um, updating my podcast, this podcast in particular. So I've been going, um, I'm still, I'm all recorded up until May, um, with episodes. So I've been going and just fixing all them up, getting all the images done, getting web pages set up, um, doing all the edit notes that I send through the TY to clean up particular things in the episodes. Um, a lot of stuff that normally I'd probably leave until the last minute, but I've uh, decided to really get ahead of myself and try and really prepare as best as I can. So eventually when I start to run out of uh, people on my podcast that I'm ready to hit the ground running and start recording again. Um, and uh, But I found that I, I've um, started to do things that I normally wouldn't do. And one of them is Netflix. Um, Jess asked if I wanted to watch Tiger King um, the other day and any Anybody out there that's not familiar with Tiger King, um, I'm quite surprised because literally everyone appears to be talking about it. Now, in the past, when it, whenever anybody talks about anything and hypes something up, I shut down immediately. I will refuse to pay attention to it. I will not give it the time of day. This is, I don't know where this comes from. This is probably Teenage Andy coming out, um, you know, a bit of this rebellious nature, whatever it might be. Um, and Netflix, I've never bothered to pay attention to it. I, I, Jess has got it on a phone. Um, she watches a bunch of stuff on a phone, but I, you know, we don't even have a TV, uh, connected. I've got one sitting in my office here, um, that I play DVDs through, um, very rarely, but don't watch free to air, don't have Stan or Netflix or anything set up on it whatsoever. But, um, Jess mentioned Tiger King. And so I said, okay, we'll, we'll sit down and watch it. So we're watching on my laptop and, um, fuck me. Wow. What a show. Um, now this is coming from a guy who doesn't watch a great deal of anything apart from documentaries and, um, 
shit on YouTube, but um, yeah, wow. I mean, for anybody out there who hasn't watched it, it I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I can recommend it. I, I've, I've been getting a kick out of it. I think I'm five episodes in. I'm not sure how many there are, seven or eight or whatever. Um, but just when you think like it couldn't get any more ridiculous, there's this crazy turn in the whole thing and it just, it just goes, it goes next level. And, um, uh, I, I don't even know if I can describe it properly. It's just, it's basically this battle between, um, these, these different characters in the United States who are all in the big cat game. They've got zoos or parks where they have breed and, 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 uh, you know, um, have big cats on display, tigers, lions, bobcats, fucking whatever else, pumas, mountain lions, but whatever. I think it said mountain lions twice. Um, and, and then so there's a few different parks and then they've all got their things set up. Um, and there's a, a lady who's got her own park, but she's a bit more of a conservationist and she's trying to protect them and rescue them and blah, blah, blah. And, and they're just all at each other's throats and it's just, it's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, the characters themselves, their own individual stories are just insane. Um, I'm not even going to, I won't even spoil it. It's just, it's, it's just, uh, it's just next level. So, um, I've, I've been watching that surprised myself that I've actually sitting down and watching Netflix. Um, hopefully, um, this will be it. I won't, uh, start watching Netflix, uh, more permanently because, I just, I don't want to binge watch stuff. I just, I don't have the time and I just, I can barely sit still as it is. So, um, yeah, uh, it's, it's been really good. Um, so once this is over, I'm going to try and step away from it and get back into doing, you know, what I've been doing previously, whatever the hell that is. So all this crap I've been blabbing on about. Um, so yeah, uh, go and check it out. If you've got Netflix, uh, go and check out Tiger King. It's just, uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, all right, giveaway time. Um, a little bit of a different spin this week. Um, I have a giveaway idea or idea, challenge, goal, whatever the hell it is this week. So Tim has kindly allowed me to give away a copy of the new Serenity Serenity Defiled album, Dead Earth Syndicate. And um, I, it's up for grabs. So I figured instead of leaving a review for me and doing something for me this time, because Tim has donated this CD, um, and I'll send it anywhere in the world. I don't mind. There's only a hundred of these pressed. Um, so I've only got a few of them left. They've been selling really well. So I'm quite stoked about that. Um, cause it's less shit at my place. Um, if you want, if you want, oh, hang on, let me, uh, hang on one, one moment. Ah, oh, okay. That's better. Um, if you want to go into the running to win this CD, um, I would just ask for one thing. Share something that's related to Serenity Default. And now share the Bandcamp link, share one of the posts on Facebook, um, retweet something on Twitter to do with the band uh, if it's on Instagram, um, share one of the posts that I put up or Lord's put up, um, and just do a post and send me a screenshot of it. And if there's more than one of you, then I'll just I'll do a luppy, luck, a luppy, a luppy dick a lumpy dick. I'll do a lucky dip and, um, and pick a winner from that. And I'll send you out a CD, uh, brand new album. It's really, really good. I uh, can listen to it on Spotify. One of the tracks is in my Spotify playlist as well. So go and check that out. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm going to try and do this for more bands uh, down the track. So if you're in a band and you want to do a giveaway, um, I will be more than happy to do that for you and hopefully get some of you kind folk to help spread the word for these uh, people that are donating things to the podcast. So 
Um, as I said, do a bit of social media love for Serenity. Um, send me a screenshot and I'll pick a winner uh, next week uh, to send out a copy of the new Serenity Defiled CD. Um, now, one other thing which I haven't had anything back yet from, so um, whatever, like I'll save money. Um, but in the newsletter I put out a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, I, talk, I talked about a giveaway for a free six-pack of something, uh, beer, cider, soft drink, water, whatever, um, anywhere in Australia. But all I've asked is that somebody leaves a message or sends an email, direct message, whatever, social media post, directed at one of the guests that's been on the podcast. And it can be anybody from right at the beginning of the podcast when this thing first came out five odd years ago, or it could be, pardon me, or it could be uh, somebody more recent like just this week Lance Laser was on. So maybe you could send a message to, to Lance. Um, send a screenshot of that post or that email or whatever it is to that uh, to that person, to me. Um, and um, if there's more than one of you, I'll do a lucky dip and um, send out a six-pack of your choice um, to your home, delivered, um, just as a little thank you and a bit of fun as well. So, um, I haven't had any yet, so there's no six packs going anywhere. And if anyone wants free beer, this is like piss easy. Like this shit's way too easy. So if you want some free grog or some free sarsaparilla or free soda water or whatever the hell, um, do that. Show a bit of, uh, a bit of love to these great guests who've been on the podcast. And I really want, um, these guests to, to feel the antisocial love after they've been on the show. So, um, yeah, any help to do this is, is massive for me. So, uh, consider that, uh, it's up for grabs. I was going to announce the uh, winner of that in the next social newsletter that comes out mid April. Um, so hopefully I have somebody to announce then. So we'll see how we go there. Uh, now, um, speaking of Lance Laser, uh, so, that was the latest episode that's just come out a few days ago or last week. Um, Lance from Tough Boys, if you haven't listened to that, go back and have a listen to it. I uh, did that podcast in Adelaide um, uh, a couple of months ago, I believe. A couple of months ago, early Feb, I think, or late January. Anyway, um, and yeah, fun chat. Um, I think this is the second Adelaide podcast I put out this year. There's another four, another three or four that are still coming out over the coming weeks. So um, stay tuned for them. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, Lance is from the band Tough Boys, real, really, really fun band. I really love these uh, these guys. They've got an EP out called Action International. Uh, you can find it on Spotify. Um, if you click on the show notes for uh, that particular episode, you should be able to click through to their Spotify p- page and be able to listen to these songs. Um, they've got a video clip for Sexy Man, which is quite good, a very catchy song. And as of tonight, which I'm recording this a little bit early, but in about an hour's time, um, they're putting out, uh, a new video clip for Greek Olympics, which is another song of, uh, their EP, uh, probably my favorite song of the EP. So I was going to wait until it comes out and then watch it. And then, I don't know, give a bit of commentary on that, but, um, I can't be fucked. And I thought I'd just do the podcast early. So by the time this episode comes out, go and check it out. Um, I may, if I remember, put a link to the video clip in the show notes. So just click through it on your podcast player and check that out as well. Um, but, uh, please show a bit of love. If you, uh, do like the music, uh, just, uh, you know, do a bit of social media love with him, uh, flick a message or leave a comment on, on the tough boys page and, uh, let him know that you heard the podcast as well. Um, Speaking of podcasts, spoiler, spoiler, this week, um, this week's uh, guest is Matt Bacon. Uh, for anybody that's not familiar with Matt, Matt is a bit of a PR guru from New York. Uh, he has um, a business called Dropout Media. 
He does a lot of PR for metal bands, uh, probably more so uh, stoner and doom metal bands. I think that's more his forte, but he does for a lot of metal bands out there. Um, he's heavily involved in the metal scene in North America and also Europe. Um, he travels all over the world. He was down in Australia last year. Um, and um, yeah, he caught up on with me on the podcast and we got to speak about a little bit of his OG story, um, what he does, um, talked a lot about DIY uh, band stuff, um, a bit of a music sort of industry uh, themed podcast, but um, yeah, really, really good and uh, nice to connect with him. I was actually meant to be on his podcast uh, called The Dumb and Dumbest. Um, him and Curtis um, are usually the two main guys on that podcast. And um, I was meant to be on there when I was in New York last year. Um, I was going to go out to his place in Brooklyn, but uh, just didn't quite happen. So um, long time coming, about a year later, we finally made it happen. So this Thursday is Matt Bacon, as always. And I mention this all the time. Please give a bit of love uh, to um, to to Matt and to anybody that's been on the podcast. Uh, share the episodes around. Um, do a little bit of social media love. Let him know that you listen to the podcast. And hopefully enjoyed it as well. I think it's almost time to wrap it up. I've been waffling on, ranting and raving, dribbling, uh, and just barely uh, pronouncing words in general. But um, before we wrap it up, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, If you want to buy anything from Bandcamp, uh, whether it be Andy Social, Lord, Serenity Defiled, From Beyond, Black and Angel, whatever, use the code ANDYSOCIAL and you'll get 15% off straight away, off anything. You know, you can bulk order and get a nice cool uh, chunk of money off your order or just buy one thing, whatever, you know, you know how it works, buying things. Uh, ANDYSOCIAL is a code, you can chuck it in at checkout and you'll get 15% 15 off. Um, If you want to support the podcast, uh, in particular me, you can go to paypal.me slash andydowlingofficial and you can donate uh, 50 cents or whatever the hell you can uh, to the podcast that will keep the podcast moving, keep me uh, uh, doing more and more episodes, getting out there when we're allowed to get back out there, uh, buying more equipment. I was talking to Chris Asher the other night once again, and uh, he was uh, giving me some more tips of some other types of podcast gear I could be getting. Um, That roadcaster came back up into conversation, Mr. Andrew Shug. So there you go. Um, hmm, uh, my arm could be twisted, but, um, yeah, so any, any money that's donated through PayPal comes straight back into the podcast. It's a massive help for me. AndyDelling.net is the place to go. If you want to learn more about me, all the other podcasts I've been involved with our band Lord, all my social media handles are all there as well. Nice and easy. Um, and I think that's about it. I'm pretty sure I've gotten through all this chicken scratch in front of me. I'm going to finish off this beer. Uh, for anybody that gives a shit, I'm drinking Young Henry's Stayer, um, a little mid-strength beer because I'm just trying to keep it mid. So anyway, um, Matt Bacon, this week, this Thursday night, uh, Serenity Defiled CD up for grabs. Go and share some Serenity Defiled posts. Send, send me some screenshots. You'll get into the draw for that. You may get into the draw for a six-pack if you uh, send a bit of social media love to somebody that's been on the podcast and, and shoot me over a screenshot. Lots of things up for grabs. I'm here to support you guys when you support me and just appreciate you copping and ear bashing from yours truly. So uh, until next week with these crazy talks, take care and I um, hope you enjoy this week's episode with Matt Bacon that's coming out Thursday night at 8 p.m. Okay, goodbye. Larry. Larry, please.